Actually, hit that intro again. Hit that. I can't do it. Do it. I can't do it. I don't remember. I forgot. It takes a second for it to go. After I hit the button, it takes a second for it to go live. That's awesome. Are we live now or no? Yeah, we're good now. We're good. What's going on? Oh, yo, you wasn't even joking. (laughs) It takes like five seconds before it like pops off. That's what I was like. We got this this rookie over here. It's your first episode. All right, yo, like I said before, welcome back, Real Fans Podcast. Like I said, we live. We live. We out here. We live. We tweet. Yo. What up? I had to say that again. What up? <laughs> like, what? <laughs> yo, Sir Lag a lot over there. You ain't talking about me, Mr. Pixelated. This is actually our first time live on Twitter, too, on our own oh, account. Live for real. For real, for real. I tweets today. Yo, if y'all tweet, use our hashtag, Real Fans Podcast. And we'll we'll comment back. We'll write, you know, we'll respond to any reactions or anything. Let us know what you guys think. Honestly, guys, we got a lot to talk about, right? UFC, we're gonna start with uh-uh, right off the press on my phone right now. MLB news. Fernando Tatis agrees to a 14-year, 340 million contract extension with the Padres. Where the Padres get this money from? I want to know what's going on. I don't know. Didn't they just sign uh, Manny Machado too to the Padres? Yeah, Manny bro. This man had the max. Tatis has a max. That's going to be crazy because Tatis is a premier player and that's going to be crazy. Hey, I'm not saying he doesn't deserve the money, but like, yo, like, damn, Padres really trying to do something, huh? They found their stud. They're sticking with this guy. I don't know the last time they've been relevant. Was was it when they had fucking like Tony Gwynn or some shit like in the fucking early 90s? I don't even know when the Padres were like, you know, in like contention. But, you know, they just signed a big ass contract to Manny Machado. Uh, who came from the Orioles, and that was a big deal. That's like you know, uh, I got I don't know. That's like when Stanton went to Yankees or something. Um, so Tatis going there, he's a he's a top young player. Like he's gonna be around for a while. Bro, that means they really believe in this guy. Then yeah, him and him and, yeah. Bro, that's well, especially in a, especially in a franchise where they just historically just they don't have the money like Bro, other like the elite five. Like they just they just don't. I think I saw that because um, I was actually listening to podcasts and they're talking about. Um, the amount of money each team spends and like the differences between like the low end versus like the higher end teams, like uh, the Dodgers and the Yankees and Dodgers, the Yankees, Red Sox. It's just like, wow, yeah. dude, like it's just so weird because they don't have a cap or anything in baseball. And it's just yeah. weird. Like, I think I saw that the Colorado Rockies, their full like salary for the team is $30 million versus like the Dodgers I want to say was like 60 million dollars or something or 90 it was like a huge difference seeing Bro, the amount of money they crazy. spend in their their team back when back when A-Rod got his contract with the Yankees this man was getting paid more than the whole starting lineup of the Astros yeah it's ridiculous the whole starting this man got more money than nine nine people combined playing a professional sport and by the way, you know, me and JoJo did not plan this. We literally both hopped on the mic. Yo, and we both had that. We didn't even mean yo, for that to happen. We're like, yo, this is awkward. This spider wearing all Miami shit. Damn. You got, like that. You, got the, you got the damn flag behind you. Thing in the back. I like this logo the best, bro. I don't like that. Yo, yo, I guess we're, we're talking garbage. baseball. We're having a Marlins today, I guess. We out here well, in Miami. I, so. I don't mind the new one, though. I like I it they definitely changed color scheme because they went from like orange dominant to like this blue dominant, I don't mind it. it doesn't bother yeah, me. Yeah, the orange is a little too loud during the rebranding process. So they're like, yeah, we gotta come out with calm down with that. But yeah, it's the 25th anniversary patch. They brought back uh the Florida Marlins right logos during that year. Pretty dope jerseys. The Florida That's crazy. Marlins. Yeah, man. Yo, this guy got paid. Well, he had a great year, man. Yeah, a lot going on. And yo, on, like on the, the team, I'm looking at the roster right now. They got you, Darvish, and they got Blake Snell. So, Blake Snell, these are two big starting pitchers. Oh, yeah. They just got Snell out of uh, Tampa. They got Darvish. Yeah. Oh, they, they're making moves. Like, they're, you know, I don't know about the rest of their, their roster right now. I'll see when the ball, you know, they roll out the ball. Right now, they just started spring training today. So, yeah. well, I guess the major signings are, are happening now, uh, whoever's still out free open. But they got, like, Hosmer. Um, you know, so they got, I mean, I guess they're making moves, man. Two, three big moves like that. Big players. I mean, they're trying to win. You know they're trying to win. They ain't trying to. Oh yeah, no, they're going for it now, yeah. right? 
They have to. They're going to build that momentum, right? They're going to utilize what they got, take advantage of what's going on in the offseason. And like I said, they still got Machado there. Have they – are they just playing minor league teams right now or are they playing uh, actual other teams? No, spring training is just – what they do is called pitchers and catchers. Usually they call them first. And that's when they start, you know, throwing, doing their training. Uh, You know, it's kind of like – uh, like summer, I guess summer workouts for football. You know what I mean? They, they yeah. Um, they, not all the players are coming back. Just the pitchers and catchers for right now. And then I guess whoever's sticking around, you know, whoever's been living in San Diego, working out. Oh, um, yeah. But that's that's usually when they start. You know, their training camp. They're just doing the weight training. Um, they tried, it should have been working off season, but like now is when they report report to camp. You know what I mean? Report yeah. to the field. So yeah, you want to know like the reason why I asked that because like my first Marlins game ever wasn't even in Miami; it was in Jacksonville because the what they're now the Jumbo Shrimp, but what were the Jacksonville Suns? They they still are um, affiliate. They're a bottom team, a minor league team to the Marlins, and they used to come. Right before spring training, they used to come up and play games. So I actually saw like Jose Fernandez. I saw I was right behind John Carlos Stanton. And mind you, this is like a little minor league field. So it's yeah, like yeah. I'm like right there. And shout out to the Jumbo Shrimp because they actually just bumped up to AAA. They were AA for decades. And they actually just they just moved up to AAA. So they're going to be playing bigger name, uh, bigger cities. And like, um, and now you're going to start probably seeing more like marlins players like because it's so, like now triple a yeah. uh, back it's, in brooklyn um what's it called since we're talking minor leagues yeah right literally down the block from my crib in coney island the brooklyn cyclones right there that's uh affiliate to the mets and you also got like staten island yankees over there so obviously living right there yo you get to go to so many games for dirt cheap tickets oh, yeah. you know and it, it was cool because um, when Jose Reyes went back to the Mets for the second time after like he left the Marlins and everything, and he was like, they dropped him down to the minors and he played right there, Brooklyn Cyclones. Yeah. Everyone in town went to see this man. Like you said, small stadium, it fully packed. It, it, yeah, it that's how it was when the Marlins came. Jose Reyes came through. Yeah, that's what it was when the Marlins came. Like he had Christian Yelich, Marcelo yeah. Zuna. A stand and the whole stadium was packed. It was it was sick seeing Jose Fernandez pitch before he passed. It it was pretty it was pretty dope. And then I think someone hit a homer and I almost got it. I don't remember who it was. Damn. But man, going to those games were so awesome because it's like, well, they used to do like Thirsty Thursdays and they had dollar beers on Thursdays yep. and people used to go and just get fucked up. And then like as a kid, like I used to, um, they used to do camping on the baseball grounds. So like people bring out like their tents and shit and like, you, they did all kinds of cool events. I wonder if they still do it. I haven't been up there in a minute, but yeah, they used to do a lot of cool shit COVID right now, but yeah. Oh well, yeah, not right now, but I mean like in general. Yeah. yeah I, don't, I don't know how it's going to be now. Usually, I mean, those are fun because, you know, you get to see, you know, if you have a good, uh, what do you say, farming system. You know, you get to see good players before, you know, they, they become famous because they, you know, they come up through the thing. They go single A, triple A, whatever. Yeah. So you get to see them come up. And also, you know, playing at those stadiums, like, you know, you're used to the, like the big stadiums, like, I don't know, uh, like, I don't know, Marlins Park or like Dolphin Stadium or something like where it's a huge big deal because it's like a professional organization. Not to say that they're not professional, but it's a little bit smaller. So it feels like more like college or it feels like a, it feels more mm-hmm. intimate going to a, to a minor league field. Yeah, yeah. you can smell the clay. Yeah, yeah, you're not sitting on the fourth deck, you yeah. know, 400 levels and the nosebleeds, and you can't even see who's batting. Like, well, you can hear them talk. You can hear them talk. You yeah. know, everything on the field. Um, so it's a lot more intimate. And uh, um, there are some here in Florida. A lot of the teams, because you know, most of the minor leagues are in Florida or Arizona. Yeah. So I've been to I've never been to Daytona when I was playing college baseball when I was in school. Um, uh, we played our championship, our conference championship in Daytona, and I ended up living there for a little bit. And that was like the head for Chicago. It was like one of the Chicago minor league teams. Um, but they're up and down. They're Tampa. Uh, they're, New York has is in Tampa. Uh, that's their their uh, minor league system. Florida is in like Jupiter for the Marlins. Yeah. So they're, they're, was that they're, minor they're, league or is that the the spring training? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's minor league. Oh, spring training. I'm sorry, spring training. Um, yeah, yeah, I was gonna say. I, said, I think that minor leagues everywhere. Oh yeah, minor leagues are yeah. Minor leagues are more. They're more. You know, sometimes they're in rural places. They're like in whatever. Yeah, I know. Like old heads, they used to talk because apparently A Rod played in Jacksonville like when he first started. Because I forgot they used to be 
affiliate for somebody. I think who did A Rod first play for? It, they, they used to be it was for the Mariners. I think, yeah, Mariners I, was, and, I think it was the Mariners. Yeah, and I want to say and he played for the Texas Rangers, and then he went to New York. Yeah, I, I think it was A Rod. I don't remember. I I'm almost I'm positive. I want to say it was A Rod, but people talk about like how people used to see A Rod, and they'll be like, "Yeah, yeah. this guy's gonna be the the shit one day." I know and you like, see when they're like fucking like 19 years old or whatever. Yeah, when they're like fucking uh, little kids. So. That's going on. Baseball starting. It's usually, oh. you know, baseball is usually the beginning, the sign of spring. Um, the weather hasn't been. It's been raining this. Yeah, week. there's yeah, been rain. there's been tons of uh, free agency mm-hmm. stuff. Like I did see, like like I said, Nolan Arenado left the Rockies to go play for the Cardinals, I believe. Yeah, I and think uh, then, there's uh, another another uh, real Muto. He used to be. He used to play for the Marlins. Yeah, I think he had a big contract. Now he signed with Philly. So. Everybody's reporting now. They'll, they'll be yeah. reporting the spring spring training. You know, it's a sign of spring is about to happen. Spring is coming. Can't wait to go to a live game, man. It's been a while. There's nothing like going to a baseball game. Nice warm day, just relaxing, grabbing a beer, bro. It's been a minute. Yeah, man. It sucks to see because like the Marlins, like about like five or six years, like I think it was five years. They had so many talented players, man. Yeah, like there's so many, and then they all split up. Like, yeah, yeah. JT Rilamuto. Oh, really you had like, Stanton, Yelich, Marcelo Zuna. You had some. You had solid pitching. You had Jose Fernandez before Justin you passed. Moore was pretty good. Well, honestly, yeah. listen, everything kind of happened went south when uh 2017 season, right? Right after our All Star when we hosted it, we we're top five ranked in offense that year, but our our pitching, and then the previous owner uh, before Jeter. He kind of left us uh, in a hole with all these contracts that we couldn't afford. So contracts, contract, yeah. we had to get rid of. So you had to trade Stan away. They traded Osuna. Yelich wanted out. He's the one he asked for out. Um, changes while they made significant. One thing stays the same. Seattle. Like it was a ton of change. That really got rid of the whole team starting from scratch. But, you know, they're believing mm-hmm. in a five-year plan right now. And look, hey, the Marlins, they made the playoffs last year. Yeah. They made the playoffs, I, so, I mean – uh, you mentioned uh, the previous owner, so I think Laurie was already thinking about when he was making all these signing his biggest contract, especially with uh, John Carlo. Uh, it was like, yeah, I'm gonna sign him now, and I'll, I'll make the contract as big as fuck, and I'll worry yeah. about it later. Because I think in his mind, he was like, I'm gonna sell the team soon because exactly he's like, I- that's gonna be somebody else's problem. After I sell the team, that's gonna be somebody else's problem to deal with the contract. So yeah, when you when you talk about the fire sale of all these good players leaving, it's like, yeah, well, he signed a bunch of contracts. They didn't really sign. Yeah. smart contracts. So, I mean, they cleared house. They start from scratch. They're going to believe in the farming system, which I believe they're, they're doing well, man. They got yeah. stud Lewis Brinson playing uh, center field out there. He's doing his thing. There's a couple other notable players. I uh, got to look more into it. Kind of been yeah. off it a little bit. But, I mean, like, they, the future's looking bright. Hey, man, they made the second round. Yeah, yeah. They beat the Cubs, right? They beat the Cubs. They beat the Cubs. I mean, the Well, they made it farther. They made it. They've made it farther like this past year than they did when they had all those players. Because I think exactly. they barely, if not, didn't even make the playoffs, but they should They didn't make the playoffs. Listen, Marlins With all that playoffs, talent and didn't make the playoffs, which it, I just remember being like. Two times ever. And those two times they won the World Series. So they had the best playoff win percentage well, and up until, well, last year. Now they made three. But before that, they only made it twice ever. So think about Yeah, but that. I'm saying like even with all that talent, they still never made the playoffs, which just blows yeah. my mind. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. He still had so Ichiro in there putting some work in. Yeah, his Ichiro. Ass. His uh, ass. <laughs> he wasn't bad those last final years. He did. He did. Yeah, they used to. They used to put him in uh, every Sunday game. They'll give him his, his shine to start. That's when. That's when play. it was. Yeah. Yeah. You play every Sunday. That um, must have been his last. That must have been like the last. Because when I was, because there was a period of time. I think it was right before I went to college, where I was watching. I was watching like almost every Marlins game, and I remember he, he was like in the normal rotation. Yeah, I'm talking like 2017, like recent, you know, 2017. We got the Shaq Ichiro. You know when Shaq went to fucking, he went to Cleveland and he went to Boston and then he went to <laughs> Shaq Ichiro. Sons, Shaq Ichiro. Went to the, he went to Vince the King. Carter, the Vince Carter Ichiro. You got the world tour. We got the world tour Ichiro. That's that's the Ichiro we got. You got the Carmelo <laughs> Anthony. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so, yo, Julie, you want to talk about UFC? Because it happened this weekend. There was a pretty big matchup. Um, I don't know if you want to break down the fight because I saw I just saw I didn't see the whole lineup I just saw the end fight. So uh, what were your thoughts this weekend on you? Was it two fifty eight, two fifty nine, two fifty eight? 
Yeah, I actually missed that fight because I had some other stuff come up, but I ended up watching like a recap and I I watched a good chunk of it illegally, but um, then I watched the highlights. I I pretty I pretty much knew what happened. Feds feds are watching. (laughs) The feds are watching. But basically, what happened was um, so Usman pretty much lost the the first round. He was getting Gilbert Burns put up put up some work, and mind you, Gilbert Burns is he's no slump. Like this guy. He was legit. He was the number one contender. He earned his way up through. He was a beast. He's a freak of nature. But, I mean, Kamaru Usman is just – the dude's on another level. I mean, you look at him and he's just like this guy is like a physical specimen. It's like how is this even possible? Um, so, yeah, he lost the first round. Uh, he got rocked. Uh, but Gilbert Burns kind of held back a little bit. He should have kept on pushing him and pushing him. But I guess – I don't know. He was playing it too safe in my opinion. Um, and then the second round came, and then it was just over. Like, Kamaru Usman just kept on just pushing him and pounding him and just outstriking him. Like, surprisingly, too, because Usman is, like, a world-class wrestler, and that's usually, like, his go-to. But he stood up with him. He just kept on rocking him and rocking him. And then he came to the third round, and he put him on his ass with his uh, his uh, his right jab, I believe. And, um, yeah, he kept – and then Gilbert Burns fell down. He kept on ground and pounding him, and then eventually Herb Dean had to stop the fight. But it was it was good. It was um, – Didn't they used to be, like, fighting partners or something? Yeah, so they were actually yeah. teammates. Um, teammates but, yeah. yeah, they were teammates. They trained in the same uh, gym for, for years. That's wild. But they, they just recently, because of the fight, you know, they split up and everything. But um, this just kind of established that Kamar Usman is like he's going to go down as one of the greatest. He's already he's just passed George St. Pierre for the most consecutive welterweight wins. He has a 13 fight win streak in the UFC at welterweight and he has a 17 win streak in total. He's 18 and one right now. So, I mean, passing 13 straight UFC victories in the welterweight, just passing George St. Pierre, which is one of the greatest like you're putting yourself up there to probably be the best welterweight of all time. And he's cleaned house. I mean, he's beat everybody. He's beat uh, Tyron Woodley. He's beat uh, uh, Colby. Uh, oh, my God. Covington. 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 Colby Covington. He's beat uh, Jorge Masvidal. Now he's beat Gilbert Burns. Barely. Barely beat Jorge. Well, I don't know if you saw. Did you see at the uh, at the end he called him out? Yeah, yeah. He called I out Mazda on Twitter because they were like, "Oh, I'm ready," and he's like, "Oh, you're ready, but I'm hungry or some shit." I don't know. He said some shit on Twitter, um, but yeah, I, I think I was most disappointed in this fight. Uh, for no, Uzman. did you see him speak you though? Like, no, did you see? I, him? Didn't, I didn't see the speech. I didn't see the speech. Yo, he I like call- shit off, man. No, he he called him out. He was like, because and that takes some shit, dude. Because think about it, he's he had. He has no place to call anybody out because it's like he doesn't need to. He's the champ. Yeah. He's beaten everybody. And then he calls out a guy that he beat. And I was like, damn, who calls out who who calls out somebody that you beat already and you're the champ? Usually it's some yeah. like up and coming guy calling somebody out. Yeah. Step on somebody while they're down already. It's like But yeah. Because like, apparently well, because apparently uh Jorge Mazadal is talking shit because you know, oh, I only had like a week to prepare for this fight and so on. And then Usman was like, no, fuck that. I was fight again. Like, I'm not going to let like sit here and let you come up with excuses. It's like the only reason why you took that fight was a cop out. So you could, so if you lost, you couldn't talk shit. Like, cause it was, no, well, he did. He's he like, did he, and then, favor. He, he, he was he, like, he didn't find a match for him because he, you know, uh, Masvidal didn't favor for him. Like if he didn't fight, if he had a point, no, he doesn't get paid. But right. Masvidal was talking about the only reason why I lost is because I didn't have a full training camp. And so Usman was Which like, no, true. get a full training camp. That's yeah, but yeah, but let's not be let's be real. Like Masvidal has been training that whole time. He wasn't maybe 100 percent sure that he was going to be fighting. But you don't just take a fight last minute without you. He was training for the possibility of something happening. And that's what Usman was saying, which I agree with. All those fighters, they, they always have backup fighters. They're always, like, ready. There's, they always got a guy ready, especially during the, the COVID yeah. situation. And um, so, so, like, I, I just thought I was like, damn, respect. Like, I like that he called somebody out even though he had he didn't need to because he's a champ and he already beat him. He's like, no, nah, take a whole fucking full training camp. I'll still beat your ass. And <laughs> 
Which is good because you know what? That last fight, all Usman did was stomp on his feet and fucking use his shoulders to punch him in the face. It was a stomping match, and it was the most boring fight ever. So, yeah, you beat Masvidal on six days, and you're stomping his feet. And, like, that was a boring fight. It was boring. So now now that we see Usman can stand up and punch, why don't you stand up and punch with a stand-up fighter, which is fucking Masvidal. Masvidal I mean, I... I like Mazdal, but like I think stylistically, I don't think he can handle Usman. Usman's too big because Mazdal fought at one fifty five. There's no way in hell Kamar Usman can even get down to one fifty five. He probably struggles getting to one seventy five. Like the dude's a tank. Like there's like I think stylistically, like I I think he's calling out Mazdal because obviously that's a bigger ticket fight. Um, so I was looking into like, and I was watching some people talk about this and Daniel Cormier was talking about this, that they might be thinking that his next fight is either going to be him in Covington two or him in Masvidal two. So, I mean, I think he wants Masvidal. Obviously that's going to be like, yeah. that's going to sell the most, but yeah. So what do you think? Cause they were talking about Masvidal, you know, obviously his last fight, he lost to you on six days, whatever. And it was like, you know, Masvidal, I think uh, for a little while, I don't know if he, I think I remember hearing him saying like he wanted to concede, like he wanted to fight somebody else to get back to the top. Like he felt like he needed another fight to earn his way back up. But do you think, what do you think? I don't know. You know, more the, you know, the opponents that are out there um, for Usman. Obviously Usman is hungry for Masvidal, but is there any other mm-hmm. fight that makes sense? Like you said, Covington uh, or Masvidal, or is there somebody else? Or is it just them two? I don't know. Um, I think the fight that makes the most sense is probably Covington. Cause Covington is, He's been busting his ass and he's been winning some fights and he seems like he's earned another title shot. I mean, the only other person he could face is the number five guy, which I think he hasn't fought against. I can't think. Let me look up the rankings. um, But yeah, I mean, to me, I think the Covington fight makes the most sense. Did you hear what happened to his foot? So he has to go on like a medical suspension for a couple of months. Usman's foot it's like messed really? up yeah well I mean he was he well also against that Masvidal fight he had a broken nose coming into that fight yeah he faces potential six month term for right foot yeah sometimes they uh from training you know they come in with like micro fractures and shit they they're they come up a little banged up from training and you know they just have to suck it up because I mean you signed up for the fight you want to get paid yeah so coming oh yeah. go ahead Tell me about the, the schedule. That you're I was going to say, so Co- Covington um, just bumped up to number one. Burns went down to two. Leon Edwards, just another guy he beat. Um, so he could face Stephen Thompson. I, I believe he hasn't fought him yet, but I don't think he's going to get a shot. And then obviously he took the belt from Tyrone Woodley. Because Tyrone Woodley, man, he has just fell off hard. Because I think well, I he, just, he, just lost, he just lost to Covington, I believe. Um. Yes, he did. Yeah, he just lost to Covington. Yeah, he's on a three fight. Well, he lost to Usman, then he lost to Burns, and now he just lost to Covington. Like fucking Tyrod Woodley's just dropping down, dude. I remember him coming in and just being a fucking monster because him and Usman are the same. Where they're just like fucking tanks, dude. Like five percent body fat, just like fucking yoked out of their mind. So I'm looking now at the schedule. The next uh, UFC 259 is going to be March 6th. And the two fights that we kind of talked about before was Adesanya and Black Twits, the main event. And then the co-main event is Amanda Nunes, Megan Anderson. So I think those are two, you know, two premier fights to look out for in the next one. I mean, there's some other UFC, like UFC fight nights that are coming up. Honestly, this um, fight night right here, Curtis Blades and um, Lewis, that's not a, that's not a bad fight. Yeah, Lewis is funny as fuck, bro. He's the, one of the funniest motherfuckers on the mic. He just says some wild shit when he's in there. Yeah, I don't want to see him talk. <laughs> when, yeah, that, when he wins or loses, I don't want to hear him talk. Yeah, Yo, that's okay, so under this Usman um, article, there's <laughs> two comments under here. <laughs> and it, so it's, it's about his like fracture or whatever's going on with his foot. Yeah. And somebody wrote, it be all that damn foot stomping. <laughs> For real. Oh, he does, man. It's just so boring. And that's the thing with him him going against Masvidal. So hopefully it's Covington. But that's the thing. Masvidal is not a great wrestler. And Usman went to college. He was a college wrestler. So that his strength is on the ground or, you know, grappling up. While and he's Masvidal's just got a size. Fighter. So if, 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 you know, 
if we get to that fight, which I think we will after this Covington fight, if you know they once they schedule it, whatever, um, that's going to be the thing to see: is Usman going to stand up? If he's going to want to stand up or go to his strength, which is on the ground. So, um, but we'll see what they schedule. I'm, I'm sure you know yeah. we'll we'll see Masvidal again. I don't know by the end of this year. We'll we'll see. I don't oh, know he's that. fighting again, probably in the summer, if I had to guess. I'm also da- I'm also super pumped for the net the pay per view f- 260, uh, Cipe and uh, Francis Ngannou like. That's going to be one hell of a fight. I'm so down for that one. Oh, man. Yeah, so this is going to be happening. I guess the next UFC is in March 6th. That one's March 27th. So, you know, next month is going to be uh, action-packed with UFC. Oh, so this weekend is Curtis Blades and Derek Lewis. Yeah. All right. We'll see. I'll see the postgame. I just, like I said, I think Lewis is pretty – he's a funny dude. Man. If you see his – he'd be saying some wild shit. Yeah, I think I, he was talking about – he was – um. then he, he was the one that was like – Man, my balls is hot or something. Yeah. <laughs> <He's> like, <laughs> he, he was like in the post fight uh, interview and he was yeah. like, man, my balls is hot. Like, <laughs> they asked him, he's like, oh, what are you going to do now? He's like, I'm going to go home and have sex with my wife or something. <laughs> <laughs> like he, he's the I'm underdog. I'm going to eat a bucket of chicken and have sex with my wife. Or he said some shit like that, like some wild shit. He'd be like, okay, whatever. <laughs> yeah, I love guys like that. That's just so fucking funny. Like, I'm it adds so much to it. Like, he's what? the underdog in that fight. Yeah, actually, the... Well, he's kind of slow. He's kind of slow. Uh, yeah. He's strong as fuck. He's a big-ass dude. Don't get me wrong, but... And Curtis Blades has been on fire. He's been on fire. We'll see. So that's it for UFC talk. Um, Yo, we can talk a little bit. Hold on, hold on, Gabe. Yo, how's your heat doing, dog? We haven't spoke about this in a little bit. Oh, uh, man, listen. Listen, man, I'm glad you brought it up because I have the standings <laughs> right here. Um, so, <laughs> standings. He got, he got it up already. Because <laughs> I'm worried. Honestly, I'm worried. As a Heat fan, I'm worried because, you know, at the beginning of the year, like I said, we've been talking about the Heat. They haven't been able to play together for like a few months. It would be like, Butler was out. Butler had COVID nineteen. Goran was out. He was injured. So we never had a, a consistent uh, lineup. So it just happened a couple of weeks ago. They started getting more consistent, where they had the, a full a full strength team. Um, but they haven't been able to play wins. Like if I pull up the the the, the, the standings right now, they're they're right now they're in eleventh place, eleventh, uh, or I'm sorry, tenth. And you know they're not beating. Uh, they're not beating good teams. They're one and ten against uh, teams above five hundred. Ten and yeah. six against teams they're below five, five and five in their last ten games right now. So pretty much even. They didn't really so that, move up or down. So not only did you get a late start, a late jump, and you know they were like almost five hundred. Their record was the Heat's record was almost five hundred. You get a late start to to getting a full squad, and now you have a full squad, and you can't beat you can't beat good teams. So um, you know the 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 rhetoric, all the the Heat haters. You know, what the Red Rock I'm hearing here on Heat Island is, oh, you know, last year was a mistake. They were shooting good just because the bubble, they were, you know, the bubble protected them. The bubble made them perform better. They can't perform, yada, 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 yada. I don't yada, think the right. bubble makes any difference, personally. I mean, it depends, right? So it could have obviously benefited some teams from it. It is a dramatic, you know, drastic change. And then it could hurt a lot of other teams that you'd expect to perform well. But we all know, we already discussed this in the bubble. Yeah. You know what I mean? People, the team's routines change. You know, the, their their diets change. But that's everybody, everybody though. Change. Yeah, that's, exactly. Everybody played in the same building. So and then you either benefit from excuse. it or you yeah. don't. You know what I mean? So I guess the Heat is definitely one of the teams that kind of benefit from it, and their chemistry was on point. You know, going to the bubble last season. It can't get more neutral than playing in a city you're not in with no fans. Like that's neutral for everybody. That should yeah. that's equal. That's the most equal. You know what I mean? Uh, I guess playing field for everybody. Yeah. So. So I mean, look at yeah. they're actually not behind that much, right? So they're 11, 11 and games. 16. Yeah. Bro, they're only like three or four games back. Yeah. Moving yeah. up. It's our 13 and five. With the but that's not acceptable, though. I mean, you're coming yeah. off the, the reigning uh, Eastern Conference champion, and you should, not be 11, you should not be 11 and 16. Like, that's just. And here's the thing. Here's the thing. So, yeah, okay, I'm, I'm worried about them getting to the fucking playoffs, just making the AT. But mind you, if you get to the AT, guess who you're playing the first fucking round? Yeah. You're going to play Either a top the team. Sixers or the Nets or the Bucks. Yeah, it's yeah. not going to be the Nets. The, the Nets Bucks. or the Bucks, I think. I think the Sixers are going to drop, um, but we'll see. I think the Sixers will too. They're, they're always, they always drop. Gabe, so what's on with your be, camera? My camera? All right, you're back. All right. It was like green. Yeah, it was like green for a second. Oh, my shit didn't change. But um, so yeah, you're gonna play a top team. So even if you can barely make it into the playoffs, so an yeah. eight seed, you're gonna play 
one of the three best teams in the fucking East in the East Conference. So, like, I'm worried, man. Like, I, I you know, um, not to say that all this loss is just like you gotta at some point you gotta win. You gotta be good teams. Yeah. You know, it, there was a, a a thing last year. I remember when they went, then they went like ten and thirty one the first half of the season, and they went thirty one and ten the last half. It's like you can't lose. The, they they lose. They would lose to like stupid teams like the Orlando. Orlando Magic. What would you, what Magic would you rather? Wouldn't you rather have them start off slow and then kind of build up right before the playoffs? Because yeah, but, again, like, you have teams that start off strong and then they they slowly tank towards the end of the season for whatever reasons. Yeah, but know? this is still not a full season, so like you're yeah. playing sh- shorter games. Just, just like last, I think last year they played sixty. This year they're playing like seventy something, seventy two or something. I, I think they're, they're only two. missing ten games. Right? Like even though yeah. they made it to the Eastern it, Conference. It's 82 games, right? No, last year they weren't like a top five team in the league, though. You know, in the playoffs they 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 fought their way there. You know what I mean? They even got through the Bucks. So they were a good team, though. They were good going in the in the regular season, though, because I remember specifically. I think midseason they put up one a hell of a fight against the Lakers and just barely lost. They put up good. They put up good games against some really hard competition. And the right before uh, the lock before the they had to shut the season short and the lockdowns yeah. and everything they were playing pretty and, well. Know, so, you know, and, and, you know, I, I worry about just getting to the playoffs because, like, I don't care about the regular season pretty much. Like I said, yeah. uh, until it gets around that time it was like near the end, second half of the season, usually after the All Star break. Um, when you get in the playoffs, everybody's zero zero. We saw last year, you know, Anything they swept the Pacers, gentlemen sweep the uh, Milwaukee. Well, uh, you go six games uh, with the Celtics. Celtics. You play the the Lakers and beat them in two games. Well, they, um, got, they got two wins. Yeah. So, so and you know, now you come off a short break. You're in a short break because you were in the playoffs and they're trying to start the regular season on a regular time. You have a shorter break, and once you start, injuries, COVID nineteen. You, you mean so it's been all in shambles since then. Um, so I'm worried. I, I'm not. You know, they're getting to a point where it's like, yo, y'all gotta start being one in ten. Is not that's not championship. You know basketball. You know what I mean, you, you know, instead of talking about making it back to the finals, I'm talking about are you gonna make it to that fucking back seven eight seven yeah. eight seed? You know what I mean? Are you yeah. gonna make it to seven eight? Yeah, they're not making it back to the 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 finals. There's no way. The, the East got better. The the Knicks are better this year. Uh, you know the the, yep. the second tier teams. The Knicks got better this year. Um, yep. Toronto's still around. So, um, yo, the Knicks, putting, JoJo, your yeah. Knicks, man, fourteen fifteen. Not my Knicks, the Knicks. Yo, I'm impressed actually. <laughs> Yeah. Yo, 14, it's funny though. Every New York fan right now, I swear to God, they're too scared to celebrate right now because they know like they've been let down so much. <laughs> you can't even get your hopes up because then your dreams is break. So they're like, they're chilling right now. They're like, all right, they're kind of not paying attention. Like, all right, yo, you know, we, we know what the fifth seed, the sixth seed. So, yeah, sixty. You know, they're just trying to enjoy this, you know, this little uh the Hornets are 13, little, little 15. Of victory. The Hornets. The Pacers. The Pacers are still fourteen and fourteen, even though the what's his name left. Um, Bro, quietly, quietly up there still in playoff contention. It's insane. You don't hear about them in the media at all, and they're still up there. So these. Yeah, are I thought I thought for sure they're gonna fall off. Well, and um, you know the Hawks. Hawks trying to make a run for it too this season. Believe it or so, not. You know, they're, they're the gonna Hawks try to make bro. Suck, they're bro. right there, right next to the Heat, bro. Same, same record. So you know last year, bro, the Jazz. What the fuck? I'm not worried about West. the West. I don't worry about the West Coast. No, I'm just looking at the schedule now, and I'm like, damn, like oh. the the Spurs. I mean, the Suns are finally like stepping up. Like, yeah. so uh, you know, last year the Heat. I think the Heat made it. The Heat made it to. I think they were a five seed last year, and they made it. You know, obviously to the conference finals, but. This year is not looking too well. Yeah, they were hot in the playoffs. Yeah. Like they were, they were hot, especially. Yeah. So, we'll see, man. I'm not continue to watch games. I'm continue to root for them. Uh, it was kind of, you know, they kind of lost out in free agency. Like they didn't really add anything, so we're just rolling out the ball with the same people because we weren't able to add anybody. Giannis signed, Westbrook. Yeah. I mean, but the thing more. is, though, the team's not bad. Like, there's there's players on there. There's just no excuse they should be 11 and 16. We've seen them play well, but they're not playing well. <laughs> They've done it before, but they're not executing. Right I haven't now. really watched any games. Like, I mean, is like Hero and Duncan Robinson are like they like has yeah. they fell off a little bit or like? Um, 
Not I mean, that they they're doing what they gotta do, yeah. but they're not really like the carriers. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're kind of role players. They like Duncan Robinson. He has his job. He's gonna go and knock down a couple threes, get him an early lead, an energy burst, or try to hit some clutch shots towards the end. That's really pretty much his role. And you know, he's not there like to really carry the team. Let's say like Butler or you know Van yeah. or you know. No, Jack. yeah, I understand. I'm just wondering. Like, I mean, obviously. This is a team nah, where you need I'm the saying, whole cast yeah. to like put together. What I'm saying is, you asked about like Robinson, has he fell off or anything? I th- no, he's still doing what he's doing, but it's not really making an effect. <laughs> yeah, he's not really the main force. I guess who I was really talking about was like Hero, because I know they're expecting him to be like a true like number two. Yeah. Coming I mean, into the season, it's a little different, yeah. Because yeah, I think like, was, they they wanted him to come into the season and be like one of the guys, like, yeah. and really kind of take the team into his own. He was giving up a lot of turnovers, a lot of uh, bumbles. Like I think they were they're playing him at the number one, so he was bringing up the ball. Yo, Gabe, really, you, he's like a spot up shooter. Yeah, I would say they haven't playing point. Like he tried yeah. to sneak in a free throw, a practice free throw, and then yeah. he ended up missing both free throws. Did you see that? Bruh. It's been rough, man. It's been rough. The ball, he threw up the shot thinking he get a practice one in and they counted as a miss. And he was like, oh. Yeah. And then he missed the other one. I was like, damn. <laughs> that's how the season's looking for the Heat right yeah. now. <laughs> and I think, you know, one of the biggest two deficits that we lost is uh, fucking, I think, Jay Crowder, man. He was so, so uh, pivotal, you know what I mean? Uh, you know, as, as far as a second scorer, yeah. somebody could shoot the three, um, who was a good facilitator? Um, you know, he signed. I think he went out west. Somewhere. He's on Phoenix. He's in Phoenix. Yeah, Phoenix. Yeah, he played last so, night. That was that. Was, I think that was a huge loss to them. I mean, we picked up Precious. Precious is a young guy, and he's been playing pretty well. But overall, they're not just you know they're not they're not getting these W's. So I don't know, man. The future not so bright. Then he put out your boy Haslam. Then he put out your boy Haslam. See what he got. <laughs> See what he got left in the tank. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I don't there. think you can put a, a a a rolling chair, a wheelchair out there to play. <laughs> a walker, <put> some <laughs> tennis balls. Listen, yeah. man, the first step right now is for you guys to get over five hundred. Then focus on getting inside that AFC, and then just move on forward from there. But all right, right now, under five hundred, that's got to be the first goal, man. Get over that. Oh, no well, speaking of the other Florida team, the Panthers are looking really good this year. So We're bringing far. it back, baby. We talked Yo, 10, 2, and 2, I believe. Yeah, yeah. They just won. I think they, 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 they just beat. The yeah, they just beat the Hurricanes. They went down. And the Canes, the Hurricanes are not very good. I think the Carolina Hurricanes, they're not very good. And they went down 0-2 early. Um, but they, uh, Hoop, was the name? Huber, 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 they call him Huber. Uh Came back with uh, uh, two goals. Uh, I think one of their rookies scored a goal. So right now the Panthers are playing hot. Um yeah, the first place in the central. Yeah, it's so weird. You know what? Yo, do you know in hockey their their divisions are like sponsored? So like are the divisions that the Panthers are in is like the Discover MasterCard division. Oh yes, you know? yes, I've heard <laughs> yeah. of that. Which um the they actually started doing that. Um I bel- or maybe was it always like that? I want to say I might no, not, I'm not 100 percent but I, I I think they started doing this because of the COVID and not having uh, yeah. fans and stuff. Which you know what, man, I'm all for. Fucking sell those spots. What, what the hell? It's just you crazy. Like like why do you need those? Like yeah, I mean make your money where you can. Like at this point, if they're not allowing fans, so like yeah, fucking sponsor this, sponsor that. Why not sponsor everything? Yeah. But there's just like, yeah. like the AFC East, AFC 10, East, two two. You know the South. I, now I have to say the Mastercard division. I was like, weird. It's, it's just a, str- a little strange idea to me. But, well, I don't know, think it's we, called the Mastercard. It'd just be like that, like whatever di- it is, and then Central. Yeah, just yeah. Central. It's still the Central, which I don't understand how they're Central, but <laughs> and, but we we kind of seen that shift in you know basketball how how they started putting sponsorships on you know like foot like the jerseys putting sponsorships on the jersey. And I I heard plans that like the MLB plans on doing shit like that too. Where we they guys think that overall because in the beginning I was kind of against it for the NBA. I, yeah, like, I don't know why the Lakers, they have so much, like, why do they have fucking Wish.com? That's such a cheap-ass Chinese website. Like, why do they have that as a sponsorship? That's the company who pays for it. They outbid the other companies. They bid yeah. for that spot on the jersey, you know? No, yeah, so, I know, but it's just like, yeah. You, I, I guess I, like, do you know what Wish.com is? Is it like a eBay or some shit? I don't know. It's like, don't imagine you like-, like a super, super shitty, like knockoff, oh. like Amazon. And yeah, when yeah. you, okay. everything on there, super shitty, like 
cheap yeah. and like it takes like two months for it to get to you and it's just like i'm surprised people even still use it it's just like a place you can get like headphones get or whatever but it's for like two bucks yeah, yeah i've yeah. seen people complain like uh they like show a picture of what they order, like a Yo- like a baby Yoda or something, and then it came out. It looked like a fucking like a <laughs> yeah. It would be something completely <laughs> off. Yeah. But like I know people that like they bought like computer parts on there, and then they pull it up on their like their computer, and it was like where you look at the name of the parts, and it'll be like a fake card, like it'll say like fake or like do not use right. or whatever. Yeah. You want it, and then what you got? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's they call it fucking wish because you wish you had this shit. But <laughs> you wish you had the right shit. Yeah. But yo, you <laughs> see, how, but, they were but I'm like, how, like, yeah. how do you, like, how did the Lakers like assign the like that brand with like the? I get that they're paying the most, but yeah. I mean, obviously, you got to put your brand ahead of. Like I don't know. I thought it was funny when I saw that. I was like, wish, like, dude, that. I, I really don't a- think honestly they're like highest bidder let's go they don't care about the company man i don't they know how that company makes money dude but now, now you understand why it's problematic when lebron james comes out and says you know some shit about china because they're like uh yo y'all fucking up this money adam silver's like y'all fucking up this money talking about china china's paying the fucking nba we got a legal <laughs> there we got fucking wish.com over here <laughs> yeah. you got fucking wish.com <laughs> you fucking up the bag my hand my guy um <laughs> So, but I heard I've heard of plans like that too for uh, MLB, where like they're gonna sell like second base. It'll be like, uh, it'll be uh, uh, Pizza Hut second base. Oh, uh, the all right, that's second, like that's <laughs> ridiculous. Like, that, that makes no sense. They're gonna sell like the mound, like the mound. I have yo here we go stepping onto the I don't know. Good. I will say. Uh, <laughs> I will say. I don't. I don't think football would ever do that. I don't think they'd ever do. They kind of do it already, man. On the jerseys, I don't think they'd ever put on the field. Either. On I the wouldn't field? be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised. Where on the field? Surprised. Like everywhere. Uh, um, well, the thing is with with um, with the NFL, like they do like big partnerships. Teams don't have individual sponsorship except for like local stuff yeah. throughout the stadium. But that's it. Like I mean, NFL has like the whole Microsoft thing, so like they're always on the Surface yeah. tablets on this like sideline. But I don't think they'll. I don't think they'd ever. I mean, they're not hurting for money either. I mean, they're just getting more and more profitable. Well, you know, they, they sell everything. So the way it goes is they sell the rights to show the game, right? The NFL and then the... It, That's where the money is, is the fucking They sell TV, the rights to, the you know, to put it on TV, to put it on Fox or put it on ESPN and put it on... And then ESPN, since they're they're the TV, you know, NFL is the, is the product, right? It's the game. But then to put it on TV, that's a separate thing. So ESPN will put their advertising, they'll put their commercials on the shit. They'll put their advertising, whatever, or Fox or, you know, I don't know, ABC, CBS, whatever, all these TV networks. So they get their they get their money from giving the rights away. It's like, oh, we have a game to play. Do y'all want to put it on TV? And then, you know, they put the bids. They're yeah, like, they oh, make no, billions we- yeah. off of CBS, Fox, and ESPN and – but you, um, I, speaking of all that, like I don't know if you saw, but the NHL is like their rights are about to be done with NBC, and they're actually talking about ESPN picking it up, which I think would be big for the NHL. Oh, that'd be dope. Because ESPN. I, I think being with yeah. NBC really hurt them because NBC, the, um, they've announced that they're going to be shutting down um, MB, NBCSN, uh, yeah. NBC Sports Network. Network, yeah. Yeah, Honestly, they're gonna be they're gonna be shutting it down. They're putting more of their efforts towards the whole peacock thing yeah. and all that. Your platform for sure if they're going with ESPN, man. Yeah, well, and then the, by the and it's not even just being on ESPN too. Uh, I mean, you're seeing it with the the UFC, like now that you're if you join ESPN, you're setting yourself up to be talked about more on ESPN because think about it, hockey's not really talked about that much unless you're talking about the playoffs yeah. and like the they championships. Only have the most interesting man in the world look alike. He he's always talking. Oh, about Barry Barry Melrose. Yeah, yeah, that guy's a legend. Other than that, no one else really talks hockey. <laughs> yeah, so like I think it's it would be huge for them because then they'll start playing games on like ESPN Plus, which I'd be down for because I have ESPN Plus. And uh, I think because I mean, like I said, you're seeing it with the UFC. The UFC, like they yeah. briefly talked about it, not much when it was on Fox. But then since they left Fox and came to ESPN, I mean, now you have to have ESPN to like even watch the pay-per-views. They talk about it over every fight. All the prelims are on it. I think you're setting yourself up for for more. And yeah. I, I think it'd be smart for the NHL to do it. Because, I mean, obviously being a part of M- yeah. NBC was the worst of all the sports networks, honestly. I actually like CBS a lot. I like a lot of their stuff that they do. 
Well, speaking of, you know, we're talking about corporations and, you know, the different sports leagues and the bags, you know, over this weekend, we're talking about UFC, right? Because UFC, ESPN bought the rights to UFC. So if you yeah. want to watch the UFC, all the pay-per-views, you have to have ESPN Plus, right, to, to stream it. You know, over this weekend, you know, uh, there was a controversy with Dana White and Ariel Hawani. Right, they're so they're always about, beefing, dude. They're always yeah, yeah. But but here's the thing: now they're now they're technically partners because there's controversy. Obviously, this weekend, uh, Gina Carano got uh, booted from Disney from uh, Mandalorian or signing whatever um, because of some shit she did on social media. Disney, wow. Disney, the the parent company. I don't. Did you hear yeah. about this? You heard about no, this? No, I hear about this now. So she said some shit. Some spicy yeah, shit. So and Disney's like, that? nah, we're not doing that. We we the mouse. Uh, we don't do we don't do no spicy shit about the no mouse. <laughs> so yeah, so Disney cut her from Mandalorian. You watch Mandalorian. We talk about Mandalorian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Disney cut her. So then you know UFC t- this past weekend went on, and you know obviously Gina Carano is a former MMA uh, uh, fighter. She's not currently in there, but she she used to be. She was one of the premier uh, lady fighters. Um, and uh, Dana White was asked about it. And uh, just on the offshoot, you know, Dana White doesn't like Ariel Hawani, and he just comments on Ariel Hawani, who's like one of the premier journalists, writers. He's like one the, of the head guys. One of the best spokespersons. He, one of the spe- you know, we talk about Barry Murrow's for the NHL. Ariel yeah. Hawani, he's, like, he's like the lead journalist for ESPN MMA. Yeah, for yeah. USC. So you know, kind of you know, so you know, when you think USC journalism, people who talk about sports, gas bags. Ariel Hawani is one of them. He's really good because he likes the sport. And he follow. He knows all the fighters. He can talk about it just like Joe Rogan talks about it. He can talk on that level. So he says some spicy shit. Him and Dana. Dana doesn't like him, and he says some spicy shit about. Um, Ariel Hawani called him a douche or whatever. Yeah, so, dude, they beef. I'm uh, telling you, yeah. like they beef all the time. Like I, they've been doing this for years, and it's yeah. like the funniest uh, and this, shit. <laughs> and this is all over the Gina Carano getting fired from Disney. Which here, here we go. So ESPN is a Disney pro, is a, um, under the um, Disney yeah. umbrella. Yeah, and here is ESPN partnering I with UFC and the UFC commissioner, or well, the face of the UFC, the main guy who makes the all president. the fights or whatever, is talking shit about you know one of the employees of ESPN, but y'all are technically partners. So talk about fucking the bag. I don't know. That was just something I want to bring up because that would happen yeah. over the weekend. Dana White's the ultimate, I don't give a fuck what anybody says type of person. Yeah. Cause Dana White's going to do it. And I respect Dana White because of that. Like he just genuinely doesn't care. He's going to do what he wants to do because this is his business. It's his baby. He brought it to what it is. And he's part of the reason why we see so many great fights. Like, yeah. like, but you know, it was it was something I don't know. To me, Dana White's kind of a bully. Like, I, I watch the sport anyway because it's entertainment. It's fun to watch. Like, uh, I'm I'm a casual fighter, so I'm not like watching every fight. I don't know everybody's. I watch the big fights. Like I said, I watch the big names. Um, you know, they're Masvidal's. I don't Bones Jones. Yeah. I watch the big fighters, but I'm not. You know, overall UFC, I'm just more of a casual fan than whatever. But I don't know, Dana White. Cat, he he's a bullet to me. Like he's just like a yeah, listen, like like Julian said, man. That's his product. He worked yeah. hard for it. He's he know whatever. Like it don't matter because he just he's not gonna, gonna know. be making money. And he, I, I, the one thing I like about Dana White so much is he just he makes shit happen. Like he's like you think about when you ever see like presidents of companies or stuff. Like how long it takes. Like it, I just like how like proactive and just like he just makes shit happen. Actually, did you see the stuff with Dana White and like Eminem? Like they did like a little, they did like a little thing on like ESPN because Eminem came out with a song about like UFC fighters and that it was just, it was like a joke thing, but they're like talking shit to one of it, one each other, like on ESPN or something like that. You got to look it up. It was was pretty funny. Or is it just like a skit? Like, I don't know. I think it was a skit. It it wasn't legit. It was just like a skit. I think they're promoting Eminem's new song or something like that, but they made it out to be like this, like fake beef between Eminem and like Dana White. It was pretty funny. But was it? I literally saw this on YouTube like last week. I don't, I don't like, I just, I yeah, was on YouTube and it was, they showed like Dana White and Eminem and I was like, what the fuck? And then I looked at it, I watch it and it's just like, it's like some, some anchor at ESPN. I don't know. Some, you know, there's like countless people there. Yeah. And then it was just talking to Dana White and then I had Eminem on once uh, here, Dana White here. And then this guy here, okay. and it was just like, they're talking. It was pretty funny. I can't remember exactly what happened, but it was just like, Eminem was like talking shit to Dana White. I know ESPN, they do those commercials where they're like, because, you know, they're like, because they have all these sports, right? They have UFC, they have baseball and whatever, Super Bowl. I don't think they have baseball. I, I mean, 
but in general, they, they're they are sports rights, so they they stream a lot of games. So they buy the rights to these games, and they play they got like them. NCAA on lock. Like you can't yeah. watch those bitches anywhere. College game day. Um. Uh, so, um. But games. Yeah, you know how they do those commercials where they like bring a celebrity in. So it's like uh, I've seen one with Judge with uh, what's his name uh, uh, the Judge guy from New York. Oh. Yeah, Aaron Judge. Oh, Aaron Judge. I said Joe. I said Joe Judge. Yeah, bro. He's like in the Bristol camp. He's just like pushing, uh, pushing a cart and like giving mail to all the ESPN anchors or whatever. Or they have like uh, the mascots come in and they're doing some skit, whatever. You know, yeah, they, they, so they do commercials like that with. Uh, they're known for that. Yeah, they're known for their funny skit commercials with yeah. where everyone, like popular players. You know, like they have some with like. Uh, I don't know anyone, bro. Or somebody's running. I remember I saw, I think, was it Marshawn Lynch? Or there was like a running back running, uh, trying to send papers across the building. They're like, okay, send, give this yep. all to the director. You know what I mean? Shit like Spe- that. Speaking of Marshawn Lynch, have you guys, did you guys see anything about that fan craze football? Yeah, I did see that. And like uh, Johnny Manziel playing and shit like that. Dude, so that was I crazy. Guess, that was wild. Yeah, Shannon Sharp was going ham on this man. Uh, Johnny Manziel of him playing in that league. That's whatever. <laughs> oh, he was dude. playing. Like, I didn't realize. I, I I saw that, but I'm like, why is this man getting like? You can tell they just needed something to talk about. I'm like, why is he yeah. so heated? Like, I mean, my my honest opinion, joking around. Like, I really think, hey man, look right. So he he made it a joke being in a league. He wanted to party. He wanted to do this, right? He he tried to play for that other league, right? What's under the NFL? The Canadian the well. Something no, he was going to play. He was going. I think he was going to play for the XFL, well, like, but then he XFL, he opted yeah. he opted out of doing that, and then yeah. he started working well, on this I, fan crazed football thing. It's kind of funny. There's different. There's different um rules and everything. Uh, there's one. I think if you score a touchdown, the extra point is like a one on one coverage, and you got to throw yeah. the ball. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. There, yeah, there's no kicking. There's no kicking. It's solely like it was. It was actually pretty cool to watch. So apparently, like yeah, you watch it on twitch and then on twitch you i think there was polls and you can pick the play like i guess you have like a selection of plays i didn't watch it live so i'm not entirely sure how it works but yeah you like pick the plays and i guess whatever play gets picked the most then they'll run that yeah but it's kind of like arena football but you don't have the walls you still have you actually have an out of bounds and there's no field goal post and yeah, you have yeah, instead of that, extra points like a one-on-one, which is actually really dope. I actually like that. And the field is a little bit shorter, so it's not a full 100 yard. I don't think it's a full 100 yard. But they got beast mode on there commentating. And man, yeah. that I he's guess, so he's so fucking funny. Yeah, Marshawn Lynch is hilarious. That guy's a little oh, see this man in those subway commercials? Like, <laughs> yeah, he's like rolling in the fucking tire. Yo, Bro, he's follow the, his he Twitter. Was, you, know, you want a good Twitter? Follow Marshawn Lynch's Twitter. Someone who who hated being interviewed and being in the spotlight, like look at him now, like to see after commentating yeah. and like yeah, he's, he's a charming dude, man. He's charming. He's funny as fuck. Yeah, we, we all knew that, right? And it's not yeah. like what the media speculated him to be because he didn't want to talk to them. Like yeah. again, like players have their views on that. Obviously, I think he know, did it for a show. But I don't think so. I think he's real as fuck. Like he's a down earth dude. Like he's gonna talk how he talks. Like yeah. he's not gonna, he's not gonna, you know. I don't think I'm, he's fake as all. I get my, my, well, not fake, but I guess like seeing how he is now. I guess looking you back at that, it seemed like it was kind of like a like a joke. Like he was doing it as like a joke, like a like performance. He's like, like he's performing. Yeah, like like I'm just like yeah. And I feel like he was doing it to be funny. Like now seeing all the stuff that he does now, maybe he was serious and maybe he changed. But like I guess the way I'm looking at it now is almost like he took it as like a joke. Like like by not saying anything, he was trying to be funny. Like he's like, nah, okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> and that shit was funny. I remember watching those interviews just dying. I'm I'm he's, here, so, <laughs> so I don't get fired. He's a funny man. He has funny quotes. Uh he's like, take care of your bread, take care of your chicken, take care of your mentals. Bro, all right. So I was on I was on Twitter, and this guy he put up a post. I had no idea what the fuck he was saying, but it was the funniest shit. Let me see if I can find it. It was so Yo, fucking hilarious. Man, I watch. Like a, I have a HBO Max. And I watch Westworld. He was on Westworld. He was like acting. Oh, really? In Westworld season three, yeah, he's like one of the one of the well, one of the side characters in there. But he has like he was like five six episodes. All right, bro. Tell tell me what this means. He's like Tom Brady from the town now. No more of that Bay shit. Me, the black delegation draft TB12 to Oakland, California. <laughs> Welcome home, Tom. Yeah. Yes, lad. Ten piece chicken McNugget with the sauce. Like, 
No, 10-piece chicken nugget with 10-piece chicken. 10-piece chicken McNugget with, with all the sauce. Bro, he's a national treasure, bro. Protect him at all costs. He said he said Tom Brady's invited to the cookout. That's what he said. That's what he said. <laughs> I know. I just like I read that shit. I'm like, what the fuck? I was like, what the fuck? He's a funny I was, like, dying, bro. I love love Marshawn. Bro, I imagine a little bit on the dolphins. Imagine him and um Snoop Dogg commentating together. Like, holy shit. That'd be it would be good. He curses a lot. I don't know if people want to put him on there, but he, but he's funny as fuck. He would be entertaining yeah, as hell to listen to. Bro, listen, Bro speaking of cussing on TV, did you see um, Bruce Arians after the uh, like they they did like a he was like on, they had like a little stage and it was like he gave like a speech to like the team. It was only the team. it was in Tampa. It was like after the boat parade and everything. Dude is shit faced. I mean, absolutely plastered. And he gets up on that stage. And, like, mind you, local, like, Tampa television is, like, recording it. And he's up there on a beer. And he has, like, a fucking Bud Light in his hand while he has the microphone. And he's just, like, it was the most, like, genuine, like, just most, like, heartfelt, just, like, talking about. He he was just so pumped. And he's just, like, cussing the whole time. And the TV has to get away from it. And then um, it goes back to the anchor and is like, oh, that was a lot of cussing. Um, looks like things are starting to calm down in Tampa Bay. Oh, looks like he's off the mic. Let's go to the – looks like the general manager was come in. And um, he has less of a potty mouth, so let's go in there. And the first <laughs> – and then, like, within, like, 30 seconds, he's, like, doing this whole thing. And then the GM's like, and we're going to come back and we're going to do it all fucking over again next year yeah. and then they immediately cut it off again <laughs> i was just die you gotta look it up just look up bruce arian's uh, uh parade press like not press it wasn't even a press conference he was just like on stage it was like after the oh on the stage okay like bruce well, arian's I'm, speech I'm, during I'm, super bowl I'm, celebration like some shit like that and just look for the one where he has a butt light in his hand it's the funniest bro, shit how cool was it they did their parade on boats in the water that's fire that's dope. Yeah. yeah. That's fire, bro. Hey, was- that could also be dangerous, too, because you never know, you know, the state of. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, but yo, that's fire, bro. And then Tom Brady threw the trophy. That's fire, <laughs> Tom Brady. Yeah, because Tampa, Tampa's known for, uh, they have Gasparilla, is that their major thing? Because, you know, Tampa, mm-hmm. I guess, was like a pirate port. Or, they call it Cigar City, but I think it was like a, back in the day, like in the fucking 1800s or 1600s. Yeah. It was like a pirate. Yeah, that's why they're port called the where, Buccaneers. Yeah, oh. yeah, but Gasparilla is like a pirate themed thing. Yeah, that happens in Tampa. you ever yeah. been? Yeah. I haven't been. It's like Mardi Gras. It's like Mardi Gras. Yeah, oh, actually, Mardi Gras is going on right now. But yeah, it's kind of like a Mardi Gras. I've never been. I always got invited by some of my, bro- you know, some brothers who live in Tampa. Um, but I've never. I would like to go. Now nah, I'm not gonna go this year. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going till I get fucking vaccinated. But uh, I'll, I'll keep it in my, you know, bucket list. Bucket list to go up there. <laughs> Yeah, that's dope, man. That's dope. Even LeBron tweeted, he's like, man, I wish we had a parade like this. <laughs> I been out there like Tom, too. People were still out there, yo. People were still, still wilding out there. They, they, they went... And then uh, you hear like, all the interviews from the players. They're like going out to the strip clubs after and just getting. Bro, I'm talking about the people because, you know, they, you know, they did the championship in the bubble. I'm talking about the people. The people were uh, like fucking like doing. There was cars doing uh, fucking. uh, What do you call the people? Spinning out in the center. Man, they're doing donuts all over the place. People are out there. They they went to the stadium. They're like, do not come to the stadium. Everybody went to the fucking stadium. That shit was amazing. Nobody gave a fuck. I mean, you know what though? Any team that doesn't need a parade is the fucking Lakers. Like you yeah. guys won plenty, and you don't need a fucking parade. Y'all like who wants? Church. Yeah, like it, it's not a big deal. Like if the Jags, if they cancel the Jags parade, I would lose my fucking shit. Like I would lose my shit. Like, but uh, speaking of um football, uh. The only real news that came out this week uh, from the NFL is J.J. Watt has officially been cut and released by the Houston Texan, Texans. And he put out a video on Twitter. He basically announced it himself, um, saying that he loved the city of Houston. It's like his second home. He's met his wife there and everything. But he's moving on to bigger and better things. So what do y'all well, think? He was still on the contract, right? Because he had to get released. Yeah, he was cap casualty. He was too. It was going to cost him too much. And he he wasn't... He's old. He's not really. He's not who he was six, 
five years ago. I felt like JJ Watt has kind of died off for the past like three, four yeah, years, honestly. But those first those first six years was dominant. JJ Swat. That guy was dominant. But like these past couple of years, he's never scared me, especially even being a Jaguar fan, facing him two times a year. He's never this past couple of years hasn't scared me at all. Julian, what was his knee injury that he had? Did he tear like an ACL or something? Or the one he re- recently recovered from? Like when he was out? Like it was like a year ago, two years ago? I don't remember. I, I know he's always he's always had an elbow Knee, thing. a shoulder, elbow. Yeah, the elbow. He wears the brace. Yeah, I, I know. He had the elbow thing like his second year, and he's wore that brace ever since. But I don't rem- I think you're right. I think he was injured, though. I'm not 100%, but I think he's he been banged up for the past couple of years, at least. But where, I... I I knew he was done. He was going to be cat. He was going to cost too much. He didn't live. He's not going to be worth his contract. And he even openly said, "I'm not stay, sticking around for another rebuild." So, I mean, there's rumors him. of him wanting to go to Cleveland, which I don't know if I would want to go to Cleveland, honestly, if I was him. But where do you think he's going to go, Gabe? Oh my Cleveland god, want to be bad. Um, fucking dude. Can you imagine? Like, I guess he has the pickings of wherever he can go, whoever can afford him. I haven't seen, bro. Can you imagine him on like fucking with Aaron Donald, like in fucking LA? Can you imagine mm, him in Tampa? I didn't think about that. On that yeah, line? and what he goes, <laughs> go, go ring chase in Tampa. I don't yeah, know where they'll fit him. I don't know where they'll fit him. I don't know if he's the great best fit because they run a uh, three four, and also they kind of got other people. But I mean, unless also he just wants Twitter. to be a rotational backup guy, yeah. which he probably also be on Twitter, anyways. His brother's been memeing, like been fucking trolling him with like to come memes. to Pittsburgh, so he can go with T.J. Watt. I mean, he can end up in fucking maybe Pittsburgh Steelers, uh, but some team, you know, I don't know, some team is going to be willing to pay for him. Uh, who's you know, who, I guess not strapped for cash. Um, I don't know about Steelers. I don't know if Steelers have the money because they have a lot of people on that uh, roster. Um, but fucking, can you imagine him on a fucking line that's already beast mode? Like, yeah, it'd be crazy. I didn't think about the Rams. Honestly, I don't know how they'd make it work. But yeah, I don't uh, know how the money works. I, I think know, the I I, the money. I think the favorite is he goes back home to Wisconsin and goes plays for the Green, Green Bay, Bay Packers. That, that, I see that too. I, I can see that. that. I don't know if he wants to play in the cold. Maybe he wants to go to a nice place. He's, he, you know he's I mean? from and lives and played college in what in Wisconsin. So like he's come, the, come down to Miami, baby. It's warm here all year round. He might. He might. I don't, <laughs> I don't know if it'd be worth Miami spending the money. I mean, I would imagine he wouldn't be that expensive, honestly. I don't think he'd be that that expensive. He's going to come in and be a rotational guy. He's not a starter, like 100%. He's not going to be a starter unless somebody really needs him. But I think his best place to go to, if he can somehow figure out a way to get to Tampa, which I don't think is going to happen, I think they're going to work on trying to bring in the the – the guys they already have, but um, I would like to really see him go to Green Bay. I think I think that's the favorite. I would not like to see him go to Cleveland. I think he's just going to waste his last couple years there. Cleveland is Cleveland's good, but like they got hot, man. Don't doubt him. I'm not doubting Baker anymore. <laughs> I just feel like they don't they don't scare me. Like I don't know. Like they don't scare me the same way Buffalo or like Kansas City. They're not even. Be in the playoffs and all this, bro. Like the Browns were looking good on paper, and they they perform, man. They had a great season. They're not a intimidating team because we still look at them as jokes. They're still the yeah. Browns until they prove something. You're, you're still gonna have that mentality on that. But um, I feel like if they keep building and just play how they did, hey, I don't know how long OBJ's back. I mean, off, but let let's see when he comes back from his injury. That might. Help the team out a lot more as well next season, man. You never know. So we'll we'll see, man. But uh, I guess the next time we'll talk about the draft coming up, I think that's in July-ish. I think June or July. I think the combine is in June. Uh, The draft is in July or something. So No, 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 no. Combine's going to be before the draft. The combine's getting pushed back to March. Um, So March is going to be pretty hectic, especially for a lot of uh, teams because you're going to have free agency – then right after free, I don't know when the combine exactly is going to be. My guess is going to be after free agency, it should be on which the is website. going to, which is going to be really weird because I think because they they flat out said they're not going to do the combine, but now they're saying they're going to do the combine, which is going to be super hectic for players and coaches because you're squeezing in a lot of players do their a lot of colleges do their pro days on um, in March, and then you want to throw in the combine in March unless I don't know it's going to be a lot, and then you got free agency. 
but I don't, I don't know. Well, pro day, pro day is a voluntary thing that the universities do. It's their version, the university's version of the combine. But for the NFL, the combine is a combine. So you know, no, but I don't, put, put I don't the, care what. I, no, I think they care. I don't know. I mean, well, you got to think the more top tier athletes, especially the quarterbacks and stuff, they throw at their pro days. They don't throw at combines. I don't remember the last time a top prospect throws at the combine. They throw at their pro days. Like your boy Trevor Lawrence yeah. a couple days ago. Your he boy ain't throwing out. shit. Your boy He's going there. first round. Oh. He, he ain't throwing shit. He was already throwing the other day, bro. You know why, right? <laughs> nah. Okay. <laughs> I wasn't sure if you No, because nah. so he actually has uh, shoulder surgery in his non-throwing um, arm. Yeah. Um, so he actually... Urban Meyer himself called, uh, either called or text or whatever, got in contact with Trevor Lawrence and says, "Hey, look, you got you got three options. You can uh, you cannot throw at all and uh, just get drafted, or you can do the surgery. Hope you recover in time enough to do your pro day in March. Or the final option is you can get it done and out of the way." throw and then the day after go do your surgery and he's like i'm gonna do that and i was like and that made me so confident that was like first off he's super down to come to jacksonville because one he has super close contact with urban meyer then if you watch that pro day urban meyer is like literally like a linebacker depth like right in front of him the entire time and they're like hip to hip with he's like hip to hip with Dabo, and like it's just like they're for sure taking him there's no way that they're not like When's the last time Urban Meyer coached again? Wasn't it Ohio State a couple years ago? Three years 2000, ago? 2008. Yeah, 2008. We'll see. Uh, is, wait, is this his first NFL job? Urban Meyer? Yeah, this is going to be his first NFL. He's never had an NFL experience before. Okay. Um, so, yeah. Okay. We'll see. I, I, I'm not too high. The boy was out there throwing bombs, man. So I knew you're excited. Yeah, he was, and I mean that takes something because normally people have five to six weeks to practice and do their routine. He did it in a week. I'm just like, let's do it. So you'll, you'll be fine. Get over it, okay? You'll draft him, and then you'll get over him. They'll call him weak. They'll call him bad. They'll want to draft another quarterback after. Well, yeah, next okay. episode will just be one week closer to uh, <laughs> your he precious just, draft day. Gabe's just but, upset uh, because uh, he doesn't know Tua's going to be the guy. Mm. <laughs> Mm-mm-mm. Anyways, he's just so upset. Let's turn off this goddamn live stream. I'm done. Right, this will conclude our episode. <laughs> Tune in this live stream again. If you are watching or viewing on Twitter, use our hashtag Real Fan Podcast. We'll be sure to get back at y'all. Any reactions you guys got, or if you want to comment on anything we spoke about, we out here. Real fans, Hit her up. interact hey. with us. Hit us up. All the things, real fans, on the bottom of the scroll. There's no scroll. <laughs> As you, we got our graphic back, so shout out to Julian for making me do the intro twice. So you know. <laughs> All right, peace. All right, peace.